I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hope everybody's doing great. Hope everybody's doing great. Hope everybody's safe. And uh, pray that you're doing well. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you this evening. Um, I, if you if you don't mind, I'd love for you to uh, share uh, this link on um, your other social media platforms. I want to talk about why. Why is it that um, many people get trapped in relationships that are going nowhere? Why is it that many people, too many people, are getting trapped in relationships that are going absolutely nowhere? And I call it, I forgot to bring my book in here. I meant to bring my book so you could see it. In my book, The Father-Daughter Talk, um, I call it the merry-go-round. And the reason I call it the merry-go-round is because the merry-go-round gives you a fast ride, but you end up in the same place every time. It, it brings you on a fast ride. It's, uh, it's thrilling. It's dizzying. But it's redundant. And every time you're done with that ride, it drops you off in the same place. You, you go on a fast ride. It's a fast ride going nowhere. And how many people uh, do you know? How many people do I know? How many people um, do I communicate with on a daily basis who are trapped in relationships that are going absolutely nowhere. It's, it's clear that it's going nowhere to everybody around you, and it's even clear to you. But there's a reason, and I'll talk about that at the end of this session, there's a reason you refuse to accept the facts, you know, as truth. There's a reason you keep talking yourself out of what is clearly common sense. But if you look in Proverbs 7, a, a passage of scripture that I read quite a lot when it comes down to these relationships, it says, with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. Um, 
thank you, Kissy, kissed, kissed by the, I'm trying to read it. You know I'm talking to you. Thank you. But the thing I want you to zoom in on is that the Bible says with a much fair speech, she caused them to yield. That's almost like um, a wrestler's kind of uh, maneuver where the wrestler pins the person until they're counted out. One, two, three. She caused them to yield or the person taps out. And with the flattering of her lips, she forced him. That's some powerful language. That watch this. Listen to this very carefully. It's interesting that a woman could force a man with her words. Listen, let me say it again. It's interesting that a woman could force a man with her words. And then the Bible finally says, like a bird that runs to a snare and knows not that it is for his life. Most people that have gotten um, caught up, trapped in relationships going nowhere, uh, have done so not realizing that their lives were on the line. Most people, when you got caught up in this relationship that has gone nowhere and is going nowhere, you got caught up in it because uh, the sex appeal was great. Um, you got caught up in it because, you know, it looked good on your Instagram profile. You got caught up in it for a lot of reasons. You never realized that this was for your life. Maybe not your life um, literally, but it has been a waste of your life. It has been a waste of your time. It it is it has consumed precious years. I love you, Pastor. Is it Micah? Thank you so much. It has consumed precious years. Thank you, Purple Hearts. Somebody said to me the other day, sent me an email that they were offended that I speak to people who are kind to me. Now, um, if you have a problem with that, you know, I'm not the only one here. But I was I was trained to 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 respond to people who are kind to you. Um, this is a social platform. It's a community. It's interactive. That's why they have these things running up here so I can read them. And when people uh, are kind to me, I respond. So if you're offended by that, um, I, you know, oh, like I can't even apologize because I can't apologize for being me. But let's get into this. Number one. Number one, how does this start? Why, 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 why did I get stuck in a relationship going nowhere? How did I get on this miracle round? Okay, here's where it started. It started with love bombing. It started, these are terms that I've learned, you know, as I've studied narcissism. It started with love bombing. Love bombing is um, the act of influencing or at least attempting to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and extreme affection. They just love bomb you. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate you. 
They just love Bambi. It's like, you know, you go back to our um, first text, Proverbs 7, 21 through 23, says through a speech, she caused them to yield and through flattery, she forced them. It's like she just overwhelmed him. It's like she just overwhelmed him. And that's how that's how many of you got stuck in this. Um, maybe you went from a situation where there was no affection, there was no attention given, and then you run up on this individual, this character, who love bombs you, who gives you all of the attention, who goes overboard with affection, and you 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 don't know because you've never experienced what authentic and genuine and true affection looked like, what genuine attention feels like. You didn't know that this was false and that this was fake and that this was really just a trap to set you up, to tie your soul up so that uh, they could manipulate and control you from the inside out. So they it started off with love bombing, just the person that they won't even let you breathe. You know, they won't let you move. You get off work, they're in the parking lot. Uh, they, they, they blow your phone up all day long with text messages about I love you hearts all over the screen and and uh, they, they're at your house as soon as you arrive it's just they they love bomb and you because you've been starved for attention and see they seek they seek people out that they know are starved for this kind of attention because you've been starved for attention like this um, you get excited about it and you you buy into it. And so you kind of go with it. And it's like, you know, it's like a wave that just picks you up and carries you and takes you away. And the Bible says in Proverbs 29 and 5, a man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth. Watch this. I love this. I was just reading this today. A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. Now, it's interesting that he says that the flatterer spreads a net for the feet of the victim. Because the visual is um, that the net he spreads is to entangle the feet of the victim Watch this, making the victim fall. A, a flatterer, a man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet, meaning he ties his feet up so that he's immobile. He can't, he can't run, he can't walk. He falls and he's stuck in place where he falls. Interesting when I read that because of the, the old familiar um saying, I fell in love. I fell in love. Sharon, Portia, thank you for your knowledge. You have helped me through my divorce. Wish I found you early in my life. God bless you. You're truly a vessel from God. This has been my situation for 11 years. You're always right on time. But he says, a flatterer that flatters his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. Now, this goes back to my, my whole position on this falling in love thing. When a person love bombs you, love bombing is designed 
to make the victim fall in love as opposed to intentionally and intelligently walking in love or walking into love. The purpose of love bombing is to get you so carried away emotionally that you don't have time, watch this, you don't have time to think. It's like, it's like a whirlwind. It's like, you know, you, you, it's moving so fast you can't even, you can't even open your eyes. You just, you just caught up in the love bombing. And, and before you knew it, you fell in love with someone that was sent directly from the devil. They, that's a good word. They smother you. They don't give you a chance to think. They occupy all of your time. They, they just love it on you. It's like, you know something wrong, but then everything seems to be so right. You know, I, I've always prayed for somebody to love me like this, but there's something strange about it. I just, it just doesn't feel, I just don't know. And then here comes another dozen of roses and you're like, but how can you resist this? You don't realize that this person is really just setting you up. This is not real. This is not authentic. And watch this. This ain't going to last. Look what the Bible says in Romans 16, verses 17 and 18. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to keep your eyes on those who cause dissensions and create obstacles or introduce temptations for others to commit sin, acting in ways contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. Now listen to what he says here. Turn away from them, for such people do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites and base desires. By smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting, the innocent, and the naive. See, when you grow up in this thing, and you really become wise, you're not moved by somebody that's love bombing you. You know, I don't, I don't need you just, I don't need you all over the place. I just need you to be steady and be consistent and be genuine and be authentic. You ain't got nothing to prove to me. Come on now. You ain't got nothing to prove to me. I need you to slow down because I get nervous when people start trying to prove things to me and you go to, you know, overly promoting your, uh-uh, slow down so I can see what you're doing. Slow down. You already sent me a dozen roses this week. I don't need two dozen. Just, just calm down. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation because they, they are love bombing you. Tiffany, God bless you, Bishop. My approach to living in my singleness has truly been blessed since watching you. Thank you. That's why I'm here. So this thing started with love bombing. Some of you all are in that phase now where they are, they, they, somebody used the word, they're smothering you. It's all good, but something ain't right about it. Have you ever been there? Where it's all good, but something ain't right about it. They're smothering you to the point that you don't even have time to spend with your own mother or your siblings or your friends you don't even have time to go to your church anymore. They all, they're always planning something. They always, it's, it just, it's wonderful, but it's, 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 it's weird at the same time. Well, the purpose of the love bombing is to what? Overwhelm you, make you fall in love. 
because they're trying to play on your um, your innocence and your naivety. Um, okay, now, so after they love bomb you and you just, oh, Calgon, take me away. And, you know, you all up in the hotel and you all up in this, you know, having sex and all this kind of stuff. And you know, say my name, you just screaming the pe- people's name and all this kind of stuff. And now you, you just head over heels, you know. You just, uh, you gone. You, you fallen in love. He spread that net for your feet. Now you fell in love. And this happens to dudes too. Women do this to dudes too. This is a new generation of sisters out here. Thank you, Cassandra. I appreciate you. This is a new generation of sisters out here, brother. They'll, they'll blow your mind. They will blow your mind out here. These sisters have learned all the tricks and they playing them on dudes too. Love bomb you, man. Have you have you calling her name? And by the time they know they got you where they want you, then the whole game changes. The roses stop coming. The calls become a little fewer. And then they move in to watch this. See, the love bombing stuff, you have to understand this about the love bombing. The love bombing, there's nothing, there's nothing really significant about the love bombing. The love bombing is simply like, okay, if you were... If you didn't know any better, listen to this very carefully. If you if you didn't know any better and somebody sat you down and they were serving you, um, let's say, a five course meal, but they start at the dessert. And they overload you with ice cream and pie and all of this kind of stuff that has no nutritional value. There's nothing significant about this. There's nothing lasting about this. They start, you don't, but they know you don't know any better. So they start with the ice cream and the, and the, and the pie and the cake, and they overload you on that. And then by the time you look around and you see other people got steaks and chicken and fish and, 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 and crabs and all this other stuff, now you're saying, you know, I, I need more than this. I need more than all of this sugar. Number two, number one, they start with love bombing. Number two, it, the, the situation moves to the avoidance of intimacy. You got all of this, you got all of this love bombing, but watch this. There's, even and had all of this sex you, ain't supposed to, you, you wasn't supposed to have. You done went through all of this, and then you wake up one day and you, you realize, you snap out of the spell for a minute and you realize I've got nothing significant out of this. There's really been no intimacy in this. So they move from love bombing you to avoiding in anything intimate, emotional. What did you say? Did you say it? Emotionally unavailable. You discover that they'll give you their body but you do not have access to their soul or heart. And you'll also discover that many times they know how to make love to your body and they know how to make you respond physically, but they don't know how to make love to your mind. They do nothing for your more substantial aspect. They will addict you to the love bombing And when you require more than flattery, when you when you require more than sex, when you put a demand on them for more than roses and candy, 
they will always leave you hanging. Isn't that amazing? And watch this. A person can love bomb you to the point that they can love bomb you all the way to the altar and you can marry this person and then wake up one day and realize you've married someone who has no depth. You are married someone who is really a narcissist and just needed to marry you for his or her own purposes and they use you even in marriage. Number two again is intimacy avoidance. So they they will addict you to the love bombing and when you require more than that, they will leave you hanging. It will be like an itch you can't scratch. It's like something missing, you know, something missing. I need more than this. You know, they, they know how to have sex, but they don't know how to make love. They, they, they know how to have sex, but they have no conversation. They, 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 they are totally disconnected from you, who you are internally, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually. They, they, do not, they do not relate to you. Now, a person that is avoiding intimacy, a uh, few things that I, I listed here. They won't engage hard conversations. So when you say something like, let's talk, let's have, let's have a talk, you know. Let's talk about your feelings. Let's talk about my feelings. Well, they go, ah, I, got to, I got to go to work. I got to go to They will not engage in heart conversations. They will never engage in heart conversations. Whenever you come up with a heart-to-heart conversation, they're going to find a way out of it. Or they're, they're going to uh, make light of the moment and, you know, they'll let you speak your piece maybe but when it comes down to them, they're going to give you some little cookie cutter answer and they, they're going to slide on out of it. Uh, let it be. They, they won't have a response to your painful truth. When you go to talking about how you feel and how you're hurting, um, they won't be able to provide any empathy. And so you sit in there pouring your heart out and this person is so disconnected because they, they, they are avoiding any level of intimacy with you. They, they come across as though they are completely numb to whatever it is you're expressing. They, they can't handle the truth of your pain. They, when a person is avoiding intimacy, they, they, letter A, they won't engage hard conversations. Letter B, they won't have a response to your painful truth. Letter C, they won't show interest in your goals. You can talk about what you're planning on doing and you can be extremely excited about it. And they won't have an interest in you. They'll, they'll look at you. Oh, yeah, that's 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 nice. And then they'll change the subject to something else because they don't want to go what to an intimate level. And in letter D, they won't be comfortable in silence. That's something that came to me today that watch this. Listen to this statement very carefully. One of the most intimate things you can do is to be in a room with a single individual and just be silent. I'm not I'm not talking about passive aggression. I'm not talking about that where you trying to, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where both of y'all happy. Both of y'all are on cue. 
and you're just in a room and you're silent together. Both of y'all wide awake and you're just silent. You're comfortable in silence. Think about how intimate that is. You would not be comfortable sitting in a room with a person unless there was a deep, intimate connection with that person and just be silent. Can you imagine going to your job tomorrow and sitting in a room with one of your coworkers and just just silent, both of y'all just silent for, for a protracted period of time? You, you, only, you, you will only be comfortable with silence in a situation where there's a deep, intimate connection. Other than that, somebody's going to try to make what we call small talk. They won't be comfortable in silence, you know. They'll have to turn the radio on or they'll have to say something crazy, you know, talk about stuff that doesn't even matter. But they'll always get uncomfortable in silence because they 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 are not connecting with you intimately. And see, now watch this. See, these are the things. These are the things that need to be discovered before. uh was it Ianla who said, look deep before you leap? These are the things that need to be discovered before you go too far into a relationship or a so-called relationship with an individual. Does this person have the capacity to be intimate with me? Does this person desire to be intimate? And you have to, you have to separate your definition of intimacy from sex. Sex is not intimacy. Intimacy, intimacy, uh, when I was married, I told my husband I was not happy. He said, what you want me to do about it? I, I have been happily divorced now for six years. Thank God I'm single and happy. Um, intimacy goes deeper than the love bombing. That's surface stuff. Intimacy goes deeper. And watch this. Intimacy is consistent. The most the person that when 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 a, when people really develop an intimacy in their relationship, it goes deeper. M. Badger. Hello from Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you so much. It goes deeper. Listen to what the Bible describes as love. Uh, get the definition of love in the Bible in First uh, Corinthians 13, four through seven says love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. This is intimacy. Love doesn't want it. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Intimacy, in other words, true love is consistent. True love is consistent. It's deep. Watch this. It's deep. You know, it's not surface level. It's deep. And it's what? Consistent. See? The, the greatest gift a man can give a woman is consistency. Okay, so now watch this. So we move from um, love bombing to uh, intimacy, avoiding the avoidance of intimacy. 
And then number three, we move to gaslighting. Now, gaslighting is when they not only they, they love bomb you, they avoid intimacy, and then maybe you begin to articulate your feelings about, you know, where you think the relationship is. Uh, then they begin to gaslight you. Narcissist that this is. They will deprive you. They will abuse you emotionally. And then they will, thank you, Erica, into me see. Thank you, Erica. They will deprive you, abuse you emotionally, and then they will make you believe you're imagining it. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.